Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of Going Commando. I'm indeed your host, Tank Rodriguez, alongside our co-host, James Dean. Sup, sup, sup. <laughs> Dirty Derek. Hey! hey. <laughs> I like to laugh when it's going. How y'all doing today, folks? Good, man. Doing That's good. awesome. That's really good. That's well, uh, it's been a while. It, it seems like the uh, the holidays. Of, They're uh, fucking with us, man. Yeah, you it know. Is. I think it's to be expected. Has a tendency to do that for people. I think. Yeah, yeah but I mean, we were talking about it before the show. It looks like uh, we all had a, a pretty good uh, holiday uh, nice Christmas and, show, yeah. and getting ready for the new year. Y'all excited? Y'all ready? Yeah. For a break into this podcast in 2020. Yeah, that's oh, right. yeah. New it's decade. New decade of new horror movies yeah. and new movies. Oh, wait, this isn't the horror show. That's my right. bad. That's okay. Lots <laughs> of new movies. Lots horror, of new movies. Not horror related. Horror adjacent. Horror adjacent movies. <laughs> Very much so. Guys, I saw Uncut Gems, and it was amazing. And so I know we talked about it again, and I'm sounding like a broken record, but to our audience, probably one of the best movies I saw this year. Um, which, you know, weren't many, but I did see it quite, quite a bit. Um, Adam Sandler killed it. Uh, really great music. The, the music was perfect. Not what you expect for, like, a, uh, your regular movie, or just a, a normal movie, but just wanted to get that out I'd there. I'd assume there's a lot of, like, hip-hop, no? No. No. Really? So, so do you know, did you listen to Hesitation March by Nine Inch Nails? Uh... Like bits and pieces. Okay, so think. Okay, well, think of the Nova documentaries uh-huh. and think of that music. Interesting. Okay, and it's very. Who, who did the music? I don't know. I, I wish know. I would have googled it. Oh, oh, let's right. do it, Derek. All right, let's see. But yeah, so the music is is spot on for like. It was very chaotic. I mean, it gave me somewhat anxiety in the beginning. It was I just think like, that, though. Yeah, no, that's what I appreciated about it. It was a I very... Philip Glass kind of music. A, a, yeah. a very different <laughs> take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you're... Yeah. Exactly like that. And, oh, man, I just can't... The, the movie's like two hours long, but it doesn't feel like it. So the uh, the composer is uh, Daniel uh, Lopatin. Lopatin? Lopatin. Sure. Lopatin. God, amazing guy. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I just... I'm excited though. I really want to see it. The, uh, you know, um, I, one of my favorite movies of I don't know maybe ever. Um, I'm a huge uh, Paul Thomas Anderson fan, but I, I specifically like his mid career stuff. Case in point, um, uh, Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love, which yeah. I think is one of the greatest romance stories, one of the greatest romantic movies ever. Um, and he, and he's so fucking good in that movie, but because he played against type at the time, and because a lot of people don't, didn't get the movie, and I hate saying oh people didn't quote unquote get that movie, but people didn't get that movie. They thought it was weird, but it was very like straight ahead. So that fucking I could talk about the movie all day. Yeah. Well, he was really good in uh, in Rain on Me as well. He was yeah. Uh, I thought he's pretty uh, good. I, I like that one. Yeah, too. I think he. It, the problem with Adam Sandler, I think, is a problem with a lot of people that go from comedy to. To try to be like dramatic is that every time you watch a movie you're just waiting to go sabado. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I with Sandler. Shut up, Jen. <laughs> you know, like, I think with Sandler, I mean, he made like Spanglish in some movies that were like his attempt to do, which he was good in. Like he was great in Spanglish, but that movie didn't do well. Right. Um, Rain over me was considered a little like hokey, a little bit. Um, there's people who loved it, but um, there were some people who thought it was like kind of sentimental. Um, but the thing with Sandler is that his reputation is such a... He mm-hmm. kind of lives his, his like, 
Saturday Night Live sort of persona where he's kind of like he just you know dresses like a man child and he hangs out and like and he makes shitty ass movies like the grown ups movies and stuff. So people almost don't want to give him his props. Yeah, he's a talented actor. Um, but hopefully this will prove that like it doesn't matter like. I mean, any I movie. He's a businessman. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Is yeah, he, I yeah. mean, he entered into a Netflix deal for six pictures for mm-hmm. millions upon millions of dollars. Like, that is, for him, like, I feel like that's, making movies like that are like a walk in the park. Like, yeah. that's like your vacation movie. Plus, like, he has fun doing it. And like I said, he even said a quote, like, he goes on vacation with his friends and they film it. Like, yeah. it's pretty, I mean, it's not, I'm not, he's not an idiot, but like, the quality of the art itself. Now, here's the thing. I have a very controversial opinion uh, I do not like Robin Williams' comedies. In fact, I find them to be insufferable. But I like Robin Williams, the, 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 the dramatic movie. actor. Oh, okay. Um, when he was... Like One Hour Photo? I love One Hour oh, Photo. One of my favorite performances I've ever seen was uh, uh, on Law & Order. He did this episode of Law & Order um, where his... I saw that one. And it was one of the most un, like heartbreaking performances I've ever seen. But my mom was a huge um, Robin Williams fan. And I, thought his, I always thought his comedies were awful. But then... You know, the more he did like dramatic acting, I was like, "Oh, he actually is a fucking great dramatic actor," but um, to still hate his comedies, kind of like the same way with Jim Carrey. Don't like Jim Carrey, the co- comedic actor, really. Uh, I dig him as a as a uh, well. With Jim Carrey, kind of goes back and forth. I think right. some things he does, I like. I think like me, myself, and Irene, which I think is one of the least beloved of all the Farley Brothers films. I think it's one of of my favorite favorites, and I think he's fucking amazing in it. I think his performance in that is incredible. But, anyways, he's an interesting cat. He is. I I really liked him in uh, Man on the Moon. Yep. Um, He was really he was really great in that. Um, What a hard role to do too. Yeah, that's super hard role. And you know, I mean, Andy Kaufman is always you know it's. Shrouded mystery, anyway. So to get in that mind, did you see the documentary about? Uh, oh my god! Yeah, so what incredible. An asshole. I know, but that's the thing. Is this like but that's the thing? Andy Kaufman was nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, that's the thing. Is there's a whole like there's this whole thing about like um, that movies are great about like uh, actors who sort of want to live the role the same way like uh, what's his name who played Joker Heath Ledger. No, no, the other, Jack the shitty, the How dare you? Oh, How dare you say Jared, Jared, Leto. Jared Leto? Jared Leto, yeah. So, but Jared Leto was trying to be all like uh, method yeah. when he did the Joker, but he was like, it was, he was just annoying people. See, this is like a really unpopular opinion, by can't stand Jared Leto as an actor. Um, <gasps> Very yeah, unpopular super, opinion. My favorite part of Fight Club is when he gets a shit kicked out of him by Edward Norton. He was great in one movie. He was great in Requiem for, uh, see, I was going to say Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream was amazing. Like, I, I, I like him in that. I thought he was the weakest part of that movie, honestly. Actually, I thought... How dare you? I thought him and... I mean, Wayne's was at least... And Dallas Buyers Club? Well, I'd say Dallas Buyers Club is the one in the movie I was talking about. He's really good in that. Um, yeah. I mean, just there's just something... Here's... I think... You guys know he's like a 13-inch dick, though, right? <laughs> what? That's, that's, that's not the truth. He is a six-foot dick, yeah. in my opinion. Ah, <laughs> get it? Because he's like six-foot. Yeah. He's all dick. Look, I, I just think that there's there's people that legitimately like get in, get into that. Why are we allowed to talk about dogs? Is this dude? It's, it's, look, is this look, dude? I read this whole thing. He was on the he he, he was on it. He acted with this chick who used to do porn, and she was like. Like he he outdid every professional I ever worked with. Wow. Yeah. I mean, good for him. I mean, I mean maybe that's why. He's no, not good for him. That's um, exactly. Well, he looks that way, and then he's got to. Anyway, it's not. Fair. I just think that there's people that like. If I look at somebody like Jim Carrey, as much as like people have a hard time tolerating him, I feel mm-hmm. like 
I feel like him getting into the character of like Andy Kaufman is necessary for yeah. that role. I agree. Yeah. Well, there was this interview with Jerry the King Lawler because you know yeah. they had that. Yeah, they that, were that all, yeah, yeah, and he did an interview. and He was like, Jim Carrey was a dick. Yeah. Think about this idea. It wasn't annoying me. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't annoying. He was just trying to make it make it for good for. I think, like, Jim Carrey was trying to get into character, mm-hmm. understand who he was, trying to... Jerry, I've read that, I heard Jerry say that same thing. Um, there are people who did work with him who didn't really, who didn't know when Coffin was being serious, when he was joking, especially when he would do, um, and I love When he would disappear into certain characters, he would sort of. It it was hard for his friends to know, you know, where he began in the character. And did yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's interesting. I think Jim Carrey is an interesting dude. Yeah. Um, I think he's Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. Yeah. Ugh, I love Tony Clifton. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, he's Jim Carrey is an interesting dude. Uh, I actually really like his art. He's a painter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've um, seen that. I mean. I feel like his, yeah. He's, I think he's a complicated guy. Yeah, I think I think he's complicated. It's like probably a lot of other complicated, tortured artists. There's probably a lot going on going on behind. When he went off that deep end for a little bit, yep. that was weird. Yeah. Well, when he was dating uh, no, Jenny McCarthy, but that alone was weird. No, no, no. He had this obsession too with somebody yeah. like. Uh, oh, I know who it was. It was uh, the chick from Superbad. Uh, Emma Stone, right? Yeah, yeah Emma Stone. Was weird. Now, I he, love sent, he sent her a video. And... Don't get me wrong. I love Emma Stone. Yeah, love me some Emma Stone. But, <laughs> but that was uh, that was borderline. Like, hey, you could be like harassing um, people. I don't know. I just, but I feel like there's a, there is a difference between somebody like that and somebody like Jared Leto. And I feel like the the whole Joker thing is like. With him wanting to get in character, he did some weird shit on the set of like number one. I, I will say it's probably also an unpopular opinion. I actually like Suicide Squad, so I liked um, it. the longer the more I like it. But I I don't care for his character in that. No, it's and, awful. Um, Anybody who tries to defend that version of the Joker, I, I don't get it. And so it's like I watch that. And I'm like, why? That's you getting into character, mm-hmm. and that's what you came up with. Yeah, like it. Sending I, people, like, use condoms and stuff. It's like, dude, that's yeah, so... Oh yeah, like... The Joker dead, wouldn't dead, do... Dead, the... dead animals? Yeah. No, like... I mean, the Joker would send you, like, a... He'd a, send you... A, a teddy bear with a dildo on it. I don't know. Like, I... I he would <laughs> send you your, the head of your girlfriend. That's what he would yeah, send that's, you. That's, like, what he, that's what he would do. But, yeah. But... I mean, and, which is a really why I'm super happy that they decided to, like... Do another one? Uh, well, do another one, not with him, and cut him out of yeah. the... Uh, the uh, Emancipation of Harley Quinn, which I'm actually pretty excited about because I thought she did a really great job as Harley Quinn. Are you ready um, for the hottest take, the hot, hottest hot take ever? Sure. So I hate the Joker and I hate Harley Quinn. Uh, I think as the, as characters as a whole, as, as characters as a whole, right. I think uh, the Joker stopped being interesting in like the 50s. I think once uh, uh, he they took as far as the clown prince of crime as they could go. Um, that's as much as I feel like you. I mean, you had like the Killing Joke. Um, which was like really Ugh. what, which really what cemented him as the character. Because before that, he was still never even in the comics. Even when Neil Adams sort of um, made him a little bit darker in the late seventies, um, he still wasn't. Before the Killing Joke, he wasn't the the real the Joker. Right. I mean, he wasn't like shooting Barbara. You know, basically paralyzing people and like having yeah. like sex dwarves. You know, and he had sex dwarves in the Killing Joke. 
I should, have, I've oh, read you should it read it. Anyways, yeah. read it. Don't watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't. Uh, no. No. Don't. I, mean, the I, I, I read it a long Anyways, time ago. But I don't I, like the. I, I, I do like the what, Joker. What about the Joaquin Phoenix one? Well, let me. I'm trying. Let me. So I think <laughs> in, like I think he's like you can do a lot with the character, mm-hmm. um, but most of it I don't find that interesting. I actually found I, I the one thing I went in just like every other nerd. I went into Dark Knight thinking I was not gonna like it. Um, but for different, I think different reasons than people like, oh, uh, Heath Ledger sucks. I'm like, Heath Ledger's just an actor. Anybody can do it. I just didn't think, I just thought they were going to just do another typical Joker, which, you know, his whole, like, I'm just, I just, like, he's just an anarchist and he's a little bit, he's more of, you know, he's not, not so much a, like, just a psychopathy as he is as an anarchist. He just likes chaos and that whole tinge of it I thought was pretty interesting. I do, I, I thought the Joker movie was fine. The, um, the one with, Joaquin Phoenix, but I've seen all the seventies movies that ripped off. Standalone. I mean, it was just it was just yeah, it was great. Standalone. But I and also like, and that's the thing is, I liked it because it did, wasn't super sycophantic super, to the yeah. comics, um, which I know that all the nerds' heads are exploding right now. But I, I really think like the joke in the comics is his. And okay, let's Harley Quinn as a character in the t- the uh, the Bruce Tim Adventures the uh, the Batman the Animated Series. She was a gangster's mom. She was literally a 40 stereotype character as a supervillain, which also pissed me off because there was this character called the Harlequin from DC Comics who was the same gimmick, just wasn't attached to Joker, which that's a whole other level of annoyance. <laughs> but anyways, when she was in the cartoon, she was great because she was a gangster's mall, which worked in that neo-noir kind of style that the Batman in the series. But she's an abused girlfriend. She is a gangster's mall, which in that same the whole like uh, archetype character is abused by... Like, She's in a like a toxic relationship with this gangster, which really what that stereotype is, um, which is why she works in the comics because she had her own thing. Uh, so that comics, it's a terrible character. First of all, it's a terrible message, uh, and then I think I don't I don't get the whole. She's I just don't I don't get it. But having said that, <coughs> I think if any character was any actress was going to bring to life, I think Margot Robbie did a phenomenal job. Yeah, and that's I think that's part of the reason why I'm excited to see her movie comes out in February because. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she very much highlights, I think, to your point of, like, even in the previews, and I know previews tend to give away a lot, but yeah. uh, just the idea of, like, you know, what is a Harlequin but to serve a master, you yeah. know, and other than that, people don't give a fuck about us. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's, like, you know, in this the, kind of the vein of the movie of, like, fuck you, fuck all these guys, like, I'm doing my own thing. I think it's kind of a cool message, like, compared to, like, where it came from in the comics versus where it came from... In a lot of the other representations, I, yeah, I mean, she is essentially like in most other representations, just a Joker sidekick, yeah, and like fuck toy. Well, the thing is, like, you know, the one thing that the comp the in the comics it is straight up Joker try, tries to kill her, like he is. I mean, it's as toxic of a relationship as you can get. The in the Suicide Squad movie, it was more of a mute. Like he really does like care about her. Like he's like. In the comics, he's Joker's literally trying to get rid of her. Even in the Batman the series, which is where the character really came, he's constantly trying to get rid of her. He finds her annoying. Um, where in the movie, it's a little bit more like there's a little bit more of an actual relationship there. It's more of a Bonnie and Clyde type situation than it is like an abusive. Uh, although, like I said, that that first Suicide Squad movie didn't. That Joker was terrible. That they didn't really flesh out that whole thing. But I think the noise like they shoehorn Harley Quinn and the Joker into Suicide Squad, which was a a concept that they didn't belong to in the first place and really didn't need. I felt like she could have, they could have given her own movie in the first place. Yep. Um, but um, I will say that, like, 
I did really enjoy her. The whole thing about the the, the Birds of Prey movie, though, it's like, do these... It's, now they're just all, like, club kids? Like, there's no costumes or... Even, like... There's not even an attempt to wear, like, military-style clothes. They're just literally club kids. It's yeah. like, yeah. all right, whatever. But it's got... It's, um, it's got... Uh, sending the alien and raving out, you know? Exactly. That's... Yeah, girl. <coughs> but yeah, uncut gems. <laughs> on, on a side note, yeah. Okay, uh, recap. Book. Any movie without Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler together is a good movie. All right, I don't like Rob go. Schneider. He is a dick. Cherry uh, Leto, love him. Uh, okay, Jim, yeah. I you you can like him. I just he's he is not he is not my cup of tea. Did I you guys know he has a thirteen? Oh, Jesus, Lord. right. He's um, a thirteen-inch pianist. Exactly. <laughs> I actually, I actually really. Here all week, folks. It's like people want him because he's handsome and he's in a shitty band. I don't hate him. Um, well, I, I, well, actually, I don't even think his band is that shitty. I, I hate his band, but um, I love Thirty Seconds to Mars. God, you guys. I didn't say I liked it. I just I'm said I'm not doing hate. a music podcast just... with you. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's we're gonna we're gonna get one. Uh, side note, Paul. I know not a lot of people. Well, he was on the wrestling podcast once. Uh, we want to have a discussion about who's better, uh, Neil Peart or Mike Portnoy. And it just definitely—it's hard. It, it is—it has been. Let's just say there's been some tense discussion. So is he? I'm assuming he is a. So I said Dave Grohl. Who who I, would you think he said? Oh, it's hard. Who do you think I I would say about that? I would say you're a Portnoy guy. Portnoy guy. You are Damn right. Uh, he said, Damn he said right. Hands yeah. down. I look and really quick. I know we're getting off off the rails here. But my, my argument is, I'm not saying Rush or, or, or uh, um, uh, Dream, Dream Theater, Theater is better than Rush. And by no means am I saying that. I'm just saying Portnoy is better than Pert. See, I don't know about that. I mean, I think they're, first off, no, well, I would argue to say, as a, just a pure musician, <laughs> nobody in the history of drumming has been more inventive than Neil Pert. Um, what about the guy from Def Leppard? He only had one oh, arm! Right. He had to reinvent himself. My older brother, uh, Big Mike. Shout out to Mike the Mailman. Shout out, uh, Big Mike. What's was, up? Def Leppard's was his favorite band growing up, and I used to love like being like, "Hey, Mike, who am I?" And then like put one arm in my thing, and he gets yeah. super mad because he's Def Leppard yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I anyway, love, my my dad I always the, the king of like bad dad jokes. Like, I my brother had a Def Leppard shirt, and I inherited it from him. And I, I like Def Leppard. Uh, we were, I remember rocking out to his kid, but even my dad would always make their bad joke like Def Leppard. What's next? Blind cheetah. He said that. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, that was a drummer uh, joke. Yeah. Uh, there's something called a paradiddle when you play drums, which is right, left, right, right, mm-hmm. or left, right, left, left. It's like, how do you play a Def Leppard paradiddle? Like, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, music aside. I, I, but yeah, we do want to have a How music far are we into this? We've been talking oh, yeah. about movies yet. <laughs> yeah, about like, 18 what? minutes yeah. in. Hey, so we're uh, good. We talked about movies, though. Yeah, yeah we did talk about a good, a good fact, of movies. Like, I mean, I've heard some feedback from our fans that they like this aspect of our shows. Where we right. this, is, this is my favorite part of the yeah, show. It's just the open free, discussion. Freewheeling and stuff. Man, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's more uh, organic and everything. But I do want to ask y'all a question. You know, um, if y'all watch anything yeah. besides horror movies that we can talk about on this show. Oh, I watched a ton of movies. I watched a ton of movies, too. Awesome. Anything y'all wanted to reflect on? Sure, actually. This is kind of... I mean, I could talk about this is one of those films that I could talk about on either on this podcast or uh, Texas Podcast Massacre. But um, I rewatched War of the Worlds, which I was a fan of. Um, the Tom Cruise, the version? Tom Cruise, Steven nice. Spielberg. Uh, I watched it the first time when it came out when nobody liked it, and I was like, I actually liked it. I think the first thirty minutes are fucking terrifying. The whole when the when first of the movie suffers from what. 
not just Spielberg, but a lot of those, which is like the annoying family dynamic. Uh-huh. It's like it's like the easiest way to create drama is by creating a tense family dynamic. Mm-hmm. But you can do that without making unlikable kids um, <laughs> or totally dickish, unrelatable parents. Um, One unlikable kid. I mean, what? Uh, what's her name? Dakota uh, Fanning? I hate Dakota Fanning. Oh, you're wrong. Kid, fine. kid Dakota Fanning's annoying. I like Dakota. She's a great... Yeah. Her, her sister's a great actress, too. Every Elephant? movie she just like cries. She was great in Neon Demon. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. Um, but anyways... War of the Worlds. But I watched it, and again, I think it's like... I actually think it's far scarier than the vast majority of films I've, I've watched, you know, in the last 20 years. Um, I think they took a very, like, hackneyed, like, very, like, cheesy premise... Which is like alien alien invasion, and did it very realistically. Um, I think I think Tom Cruise does his best to carry the movie. I don't think it's necessarily Tom Cruise at his best. But when you have like Tim Robbins come in, and you're like, especially when you have Tim Robbins come in, and you're like, oh holy shit, Tim Robbins is acting his ass off around you. But Tim Cruise still makes a very like competent lead. But it's all the stuff happening, everything happening to the characters. I find really compelling. More than the, the the characters themselves. Um, that opening sequence, though, when the lightning strikes and then everybody goes to investigate, and the, I mean, when they first emerge, when the tripods first emerge, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, when they're on the boat, that shit is terrifying. I mean, there's just so many terrifying moments. But what it did was, I watched it, and then I I'll probably bring this up again on the uh, horror podcast. But all it really made me do though is then rewatch one of my favorite movies of all time, which I'm not going to go into, The Mist. Uh, because great movie. it has a very similar vibe to it. I also watched a Thomas Jane movie, too, so that's really funny. Oh, good. So we'll talk about that. Good. Uh, and then for other horror... I mean, I watched... Uh, since I was, we talked about last time, we were talking about kung fu movies, I just watched a shit ton of kung fu movies again. I watched uh, uh, Hard Target, uh, which is probably the only American nice. uh, action movie I watched this weekend. But, man, I love that fucking movie. I mean, I've always loved it, even with its bad... Um, uh, mullet wigs and it's, <laughs> and it's awful Wilford Brimley uh, New Orleans uh, 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 Cajun accent uh, which is one of the worst things I've ever seen in, in cinema um, but goddamn, dude what a great for John Woo's first American movie and his all their John Wooisms, dude I just love it so much you know I just what? love watch Lance Hendrickson and Jean Cavandam give me more you know what I, I really liked as a John Woo movie was the uh, Replacement Killers yeah I liked it too yeah. Sorry, you know, that was, I thought it was really good um that was that was probably like I think I saw it in the theater. Did you really? Yeah. I did not see it in the theater. I kind of wish I had saw it in the theater though. I really do like War of the Worlds though. I only I only cringe because I I really have a hard time with Tom Cruise as an actor. Like there's just something about him. So, that really but oh my god, like, that Top Gun two trailer! But I'm so stoked. It. Look, like hey, I'm so okay, stoked. This is gonna be a <clears throat> really super unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. but I'm not a huge fan of Top Gun, and I. Do not like Dirty Dancing. Like, I'm sorry. American public probably hates me right about now. But, like, I, love dirty I just... Top Gun is 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 okay. Like... It's funny because I was like, well, how are you... Like, it, one second I was like, why are you relating the two? But then I was, I was like, oh, I get it. I totally get why yeah, you relate yeah, those two. Like, yeah. American classics. Yeah, they're, the I mean, they're classics, but I just, you know, like... I think they're just something... I love having... But, yeah, Um, yeah, just something about the guy that just rubs it. Like, mission, don't even need me to start Mission oh, Impossible. Okay. I can't. 
because like spy espionage films for whatever reason just don't really i haven't seen any of jason bournes i only like the really goofy james bond movies i don't know what it is top secret val kilmer i do love top secret that's That's different (laughs) Um, tom cruise in fact i think he was fucked he should have gotten an oscar for his performance in magnolia um which is probably one of the greatest fucking performances i don't know why it's not more beloved um god damn i love Good too, man. Yeah. I'm not but, saying he's not a good, a, but at, he's at he's all. one of those guys where I'm like, but, you know, one thing that, like, and I love I people like all the the nerds get super mad about the Jack Reacher movies because in the books he's like, I love the first Jack Reacher movie is fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. But um, uh, but yeah, I'm saying like people being mad and pissed that he's miscast, but he's great. The movie's great. But he's one of those guys where I'm like, I don't want to like him. But then when I watch him in the certain movies, I'm like, you know, here's one thing about him, though. You know, everybody who works with him says, like, dude, he's, like, the fucking nicest guy. Like, yeah. People went into he, sets thinking he will not lose eye contact with you or anything. He just yeah. engaged and like, in. Yeah, and, like, he'll be, like, he'll, he'll like, learn things about you. And You're like, what the fuck? How do you know that? So, wait. So, let me, let me ask you. It's all the what? power of Xenu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so that's what. Like, if, 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 if you knew nothing about his Scientology background, do you think that would change your opinion on Not him? Not at all. Not at all. I, you I just... think there are just some people that, and, and again, I think he's a, I, don't get me wrong, I think he's a good actor. Like, I have, he can, I, yes. I like his, I like some of, I like a good chunk of his movies. Like, yeah, Top Gun's just not, and maybe it's just because planes and I can't give a fuck, honestly. Like, um, <laughs> co- I actually like him in Cocktail. Cocktail yeah. was good. Um. You know, uh, Day, Days of Thunder. Oh, See, okay. that's where now you've lost me because like race car movies, and I love like Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, but race car movies. No, I just, thanks. I never watched when I was a kid. My sister really liked the whitest fucking activity. Just, just <laughs> like if I'm mind numbed for like an hour and a half, I'm good. Like if I just forget about stupid, like like life for a little bit, yeah. I'm entertained. You know what I mean? Uh, night in Night and Day. He was in that movie. Uh, what's it? Cameron Diaz. I mean, he's a he's. For the most part, a good actor. I think there are just some people like, honestly, like I really hate to say it, but it's just like you look at me you're like just fucking. It's like that scene in in, in Step Brothers when when uh, Rob Riggle's character is like, you're, you, did, you did a really good job, but I just want to punch you right in your face hole. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> my favorite role. So I mean, it's not that yeah. I I dis. Like I really just I have those same care. I have, I have actors the same that but bug the shit out of me. It's not that I think it's just kind of the idea of like I'll, I'll watch him in some stuff. I just if it's in front of me and I'm watching it, like I'll watch it. I just don't actively go out of my way. Did you see that mummy? The mummy. I want to shoot myself in the fucking. I face. got five minutes into it and I was like, nope, I'm not doing like, this. What? what I, yeah, I just was like, what the fuck is going on here? That movie was supposed to relaunch the yeah. the dark verse, the the, the Universal Monsters you, new. You don't need nope. Russell, you don't need to pose Russell Crowe as, as Jekyll and Hyde. He's already Jekyll and Hyde. Throw mm-hmm. a fucking phone at you whether, exactly, he's, exactly. whether he's in a movie or not. Yeah, they look um, appealing. I yeah. love Brandon Fraser. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah hey, bring movies. back. You know that guy got. That Hollywood fuck that. Guy. I was that's having, I was say. having, a, I was having a conversation. He's about great. It yesterday, he's great in Doom Patrol. By the way, he I would say he's he's, the, he's the best part of Doom Patrol. Yeah, he, uh, he really and I love. Is it just his voice in them? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just his voice. Well, yeah. I mean, he's in flashbacks. Too. In flashbacks yeah. with his his like bloated face he, and mullet. Yeah, yeah but uh, well, I guess which I, that's no ju- judgment. That's not a judgment. Like poor dude, you know he. God bless him. I think he just what he was saying was I think he fucked up his back really bad in like Georgia the Jungle. Yes, he did. And then, like, it was hard for him, like, after that to, like, get 
the more action roles because he he was just recovering from yeah, that. Yeah, he couldn't do all the exercises yeah. because he was in pain. Yeah, I think he got and then he got divorced. But he's his like, like wife took all his money, money. and so that's why he's a perfect character for Cliff uh, Steele. Cliff Steele because that's what happened. He's got, yeah, Cliff he's a broken man, a broken man who. Yeah, loses everything, and, and it's so sad because yeah. like you hear interviews from him now, and I, I swear to God, it just feels like he's just right like an inch away from crying. <laughs> Have you, the thing is, like, there's this whole like Monkey Bone. I love him, Monkey Bone. Monkey too. Bone, yeah. it's a great movie. There's this whole like wave of um, girls like in their twenties who discovered how like basically that the George's the Jungle movie is basically like the complete opposite of what Hollywood's always done, which. First off, George is basically just eye candy for women, but he's like a res- like he's like he's like he's become the sexual object. But he himself is like very like he's like basically like it's like this weird like feminist like George Jones has become this weird like feminist sexual God, he's, like he's like the Babadook for the fucking feminist movement. He's rock. <laughs> he's the Rock Hudson. That's okay. Minus you the know what? Rock give, give him that honestly. <laughs> like because Brendan Fraser, I'm just gonna give him credit for the following movies. Airheads, I fucking love, love it. Airheads. I love that movie. Encino Man, Encino Man, love that course, movie. Dude. Yeah, but, so I mean, and then the yeah, the Mummy movies, like I love the Dazzle. One hundred underrated movies. Elizabeth it's Hurley, also Elizabeth Hurley, who oh, oh. like has not aged at all. Uh, I think she really did make a deal with the devil. Yes, um, dude. And some plastic surgery. God damn. Um, but yeah, you guys can't see it. Give me her standing ovation, man. And the and the oh, God dang it! All uh, I have oh, my full Jared Leto. I have I have friends, moms that hit me up like, "Hey, I heard you had a podcast." I'm like, "Please don't listen to my podcast." <laughs> like the one listen. And you should never. And you're talk. like, and you're like, Pee-pee. Pee-pee. You should never tell me that because now I'm gonna want to do it ten times more. Yeah, like, ten <laughs> times as many cats. <laughs> Sally, I'm sorry. James Unleashed. Look, man. <laughs> 13. There's some other movie to watch, but we've gotten so far off thing. I'll let you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was this week, I mentioned this before, we'll talk about it in our, our horror podcast, but um, I was on a huge like creature feature. Um, Hell yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm going to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. I, I think it kind of can fall in the vein of horror because it's, what do you think of Anaconda? Do you think it's, it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. I, yeah. it, I, it also was, you know, I was going to say, I was watching that and uh, John Voight's <laughs> accent in that movie terrible i just don't even know like i i like anaconda get j-lo too mm-hmm. um any movie with a with ice cube yep ice cube actually <laughs> it's funny enough a lot of what i watched this week has yeah i actually yeah i watched deep blue c too which had uh which had um a local yep. in it god i love that movie um great movie it's a bird you killed my fucking bird <laughs> um, which is great um but yeah, and I think the the one movie that um that I mentioned that I, I changed up. So originally I was I wanted to talk about Ice Pirates, which is like a beloved movie of mine from the eighties. Which um, I was really hoping you were talk about that because I love that movie. <sighs> we could talk about I love both I love both of your movie choices, so we'll go Ice Pirates. I, the only reason I didn't want to talk about it is because I was I wanted to go back and watch it again and I didn't get a chance to. So I was like, I I don't remember enough about it other than the fact that I love it. Yeah. Um and it's just a great cast. It's basically like Pirates in Space, which yep. is amazing. You know, it's also another great one too that I, I really want to watch again. Is uh, Time Bandits? I would say, but as a kid, it was three. It was Ice Pirates, Time Bandits, and the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. I was literally gonna say Baron Munchausen. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great. Yeah, Eric Idle, man. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, Baron Munchausen was great too. That was a weird, trippy film. Yep. Terry um, But I did watch uh, Starship Troopers the other night. Fantastic. And I forgot how much I really loved that movie. Um, 
Rico's Roughnecks. Yep. That's all I got to say. Um, but, yeah, Clancy Brown, amazing in that movie. Commander Zim, um, which is great. He captures a bug at the end. The other thing that I was watching that movie, the I'm cast like... cast is... Yeah. I was, I was like, Casper Van Dien, honestly, like, you're, you're traveling across the galaxy for Denise Richards. When you have Dina Meyer right next to you looking to bang you, what's wrong with you? You're killing bugs and banging redheads. What's... <laughs> I don't know. I... She's missing. Yeah, this is. I don't want to turn this into that kind of podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Like, she's yeah, yeah. She's, I, yeah. I mean, great, great shower. But she, I mean, yeah. Boop cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I love the bugs. I, I mean, Casper Van Dien at one point was was actually. I don't know if it was Iron Man or Captain America, but he was actually attached. I can see him as a Captain America. They wanted him to be like before the you know before John Favreau did his Iron Man. They were trying to, you know, yeah, re- reunite him. And they wanted him to be in, which I mean, he looks like a superhero, or he did at the time. But uh, he he's a good. I mean, yeah, he's a pretty. He's a. I like him. I thought it was, I, he I was didn't good. like him in. Uh, I will say he was very wooden in um, uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow, which I also do not like oh, that yeah. movie. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah. I will agree with you on that one. Okay. Um, Going to Johnny Depp Avenue. I love Johnny Depp. It's not Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. It's not his fault. No, it's just the, it's just a bad. Movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had bugs. I mean, those bugs were tearing people up. The bugs are one of my favorite. Awesome. I love the I love the the brain bug at the end. Super the creepy. Fucking, uh, yeah. Dermot Mulrooney man gets a fucking spike in his head, head. sucks all his brains out, <laughs> which is which is great. And yeah, uh, I love fucking Doogie Howser in that movie. It's yeah, like kind of like Neil, cold psychic Neil kid. Patrick Hare SS. Yeah, Doogie Howser. <laughs> Doogie Howser was working for the Nazi regime. That, yeah, that's look, you. I mean, he about literally Nazis. the hat in the in the look, in the thing. Too, look, we all know Nazis great. were the worst people ever, but they had damn fine fashion sense. <laughs> they, were, they were they were fine. fucking snappy dressers. It's true. That's why the Japanese love him so much. And you had to be, be when you were working for the Fuhrer. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. But to your point, we, we were talking about this before. Um, <laughs> about just like so much of the underlying like subtext of that movie, um, which was amazing. And I mean, it just really had a, a lot of people think it was just for the action and the bugs. But really, right. realistically, like there was just so much hidden meaning like in that movie. It really is uh, honestly a work of art. Um, yeah. A, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's it's. And now it's a cult classic. I mean, it really is a cult classic to to yeah, so many people. New people start watching it. And we yeah. were we were talking before. It's like I, I was super disappointed, honestly, that they never, like, none of the sequels like ever took off. They were direct to video stuff. The third one brought Casper Van Dien back. back. There was a animated one too. Yeah. Um, Which I thought the animated one was actually pretty yeah, solid. I yeah, I thought the animated one was way better than the other two. I didn't watch um, the the other ones. Yeah, but. I was like, damn, like, I really wish they had done a legitimate sequel to this movie. Like, it would have been awesome just to see, like, what they do from there. I mean, the thing is, we talked about it off, uh, before we started recording, but, like, yeah, I think Paul Verhoeven was, like, took a script that could have been real dumb, and he decided to go with his vision of it, which was, like I said, it was, like, a propaganda film. It was, it was like, cheesy, but on purpose in the way, like, old 40s and 50s, like, war movies kind of were. But then he added that element of, like, uh, the super scary bugs, and I think yeah. the bug design is one of the best monster design, alien designs ever. So crazy. Um, because we can see, we, it's, you know, we can see what that, you know, we have, like, uh, reference for it in our head with, like, earth bugs, but they just, they have their own thing, and, like, they're, you know, the size and, like, how fast they are. They, 
This is a fucking great movie. Oh yeah, I mean they should come out of nowhere, and then they have the different type of bugs that are that are there as well, which mm-hmm. I thought are awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I love the scene where he's like on the bug back and he blows yep. it up and he throws a grenade and they down it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just bugs are creepy enough as it is. My um, my friend Tom, uh, Nomas Thomas, and uh, uh, my friend Tom is an expert. He's really knowledgeable about the books, the series of books, um, and think of the guy's name, the, the writer's name, but. Um, uh, Tom, he's an interesting guy. Anyways, he'd love to have him on here someday. But um, but he has a whole he has like a level of insight to the to the movies and the books that is really fascinating. Um, like the books themselves, like all, like that guy's whole like work, which is all sort of tight. There's this book called Armor. I might be confusing things, but I remember Tom explaining these things, and it was like, damn, this sounds like a pretty interesting. Like the, more than just that one movie, the Starship Troopers. Like the whole universe they created that that writer created was really fascinating. Like there's like a lot of political cool. stuff and interesting sci-fi concepts and stuff so yeah i feel like it definitely could be it's like they should basically like reinvent it i would honestly like after watching that movie when i was growing up i wanted to go fight bugs yeah hell yeah yeah, he signed up (laughs) i love that i'll do my two years of service in the space program (laughs) and that's how this all gets started literally as i mentioned before is because we were talking about the the space army (laughs) and i was like i was like yes space force i'm gonna go be on the space force i'm gonna go find intergalactic bugs i'm gonna be derek's roughnecks d's roughnecks dirty d's roughnecks (laughs) um fuck up some bugs and that's like the first thing my my brain went to is like i i don't care about keeping space nice and calm man i want to blow shit up right alien style the whole point um yeah i just feel like who's cooler though the colonial marines from Aliens, or the uh, uh, the the roughnecks, the roughnecks, definitely the aliens, right? Yeah, yeah. can't. Be. I mean, those guys. Honestly, like the marines from Starship Troopers. No discredit to them. Most of them got fucking destroyed. Yeah. And while I I do agree that uh, that so did the ones on Aliens. I feel like they were much harder to kill, and they were also in a much more confined space. Like these guys were fine in their spaceships, like. In Starship Troopers, it was when they landed that they got, got fucked up. up like, but yeah, the fact is, like, you you know what? Bring Clancy Brown mm. into the next Alien movie as Zim. Yeah, we'll see how he fucks shit up. That's that right. Guy. Clancy Brown for life, man. He's, he's, he's he good. when I when I was watching The Mandalorian, uh, which let's not we're not going to go down that nope, rabbit hole either. <laughs> but I was so excited because I was like, you know. One, I got to see a Devorian, which was like they're the devil-looking race from the uh, New Hope that I was like only on screen once, but I was like, I want more of that guy, that crazy demon-looking dude. But I was like, Clancy Brown's playing a Devorian. Goddamn, that's perfect. Anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, great, great movie. Guy. I feel like it's so vastly underrated, um, but it's one of those films I can watch. Con- like I'll watch it yeah. every few months. I literally, and that's what was happening. I was like looking through like this book of DVDs I have, and I'm like. Search of Troopers. I put it right in. I was like, I didn't even hesitate. Like, didn't look through, finish looking through the rest of my DVDs at all. Like, just popped it in. A remote like, dropper. I was like, there you go. It's a, it's one of it's always like a, it's always on like on TBS and like it's like it's like uh, uh, it's lost uh, translation it's on like a that one cable channel. Um, uh, the replacements, but whenever those two movies are on TBS, I'm like, all right, cool. We're watching Star Trek yeah. Troopers today. I'll watch it, but it just you, you <laughs> lose so much. Like yeah, that for being edited, yeah. for, edited for television. Um, I like, like the shower scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, coed showers. Coed showers, man. That's, that's the I'm way joining, the I was like, I'm joining the army so I could have babies. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you really want to like have kids that bad? Like, you, you think uh, the franchise will be rebooted to to, to I be, think it be could. redone? I, I would say never I, say never. Yeah, I think so. Like 
They Paul talked Matheson? about it for a while. It's Paul Matheson, right? God damn, that's going to bug me. I, I mean, the I, author? Yeah, it's Paul Matheson, right? I don't know. I guess we can, we can Google it. Maybe I'll Google-y. Do, 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 do. Robert Heinlein? Robert Heinlein, different guy, oh. but yes, okay. Yes. We're still here, folks. Anyways, um, we're just all like, we're just like go- looking at Google. Um, we need like you need to be the producer with the like this. I do. So we, we, don't, I, yeah. we don't uh, we don't get off script. Anyways, uh, but yeah, great movie. In fact, you this is going to now make me try to f- watch it tonight. I think. Yeah, you, you definitely should. It, it's just such a good movie. Um, but yeah, I think that was like most of the other stuff I watched was kind of kind of horror horror based. Horror based. Um, well, that's the thing. It's like yeah. like one of the movies I want to talk about was the the new Hellboy. The Mist, like, there's, like, where they're, like, sort of... I mean, The Mist I, is just a horror monster movie. Because, look, this is... This discussion needs to... There is there are monster movies, and then there are horror movies. A lot of monster movies are horror movies. But not all monster movies are horror movies. Depends on, like, what is the monster doing, and if, like, the intent of the movie is to terrify you. Because not all monster movies are meant to terrify you. A.K.A. Uh, King Kong. A.K.A. Gremlins. Um, there's other intentions besides... I was going to say, you know, I did watch another one that would not fall into the horror this week as well. It was uh, Colossal. Oh, it's a fun movie. With uh, Anne Hathaway. With your girlfriend, Anne Hathaway. Mm. Yeah. Looking super cute. Anne too. Hathaway. Mm. She's a whole lot of drunk. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty cool movie. It's a little fun uh, movie. I, I had not seen that movie before. Um, and I happened to be actually the reason I watched it is I was, I was watching a YouTube video about, um, like... Top ten movies with like surprise endings or like or kind of what the fuck endings, and I was I saw that and I'm like you know what let me go check that out. So that was also another one that I, I watched kind of on the cuff because uh, I was like hey it's a monster movie. Um, As a ki- giant kaiju fan, I remember a lot of people online were like once it came out because it was like one of those in the movies like I think it came out to Fantastic Fest or one of those like film festivals and a lot of people just the crowd were like wow this movie's really great what an interesting concept like but then like kaiju fans were just like, diehard fans of anything can be fucking way up their own ass. But then they hate it. It's not a kaiju movie, but... Um, but it's a good movie. It's a fun little... Did, did you get that, folks? Yeah. It was a whole lot of... Yeah. A lot of, a lot of that, wanking. That's a little kaiju. That's a little... Anyways. Um, but yeah, so... But the thing is, it's... You know, because they're... It's a great movie. It's like yeah. a fun little movie, man. It is. Jason Sudeikis. And it is. I like he's, he's got a he's got the robot. Mm-hmm. She's got the kaiju. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think big old monsters are fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can add a, a funny element to it as well, which is great. At some point on this podcast, I need to talk about what a colossal disappointment Pacific the Rim. Pacific Rim films are and how it breaks my fucking heart to even think about them because of what a giant colossal disappointment they are to me. In comparison to what? Just in general. Like you had high hopes for it? Yeah. Ju- that's, I, since I was 10 years old, I wanted a giant robots fight, giant, giant monsters. monsters movie, like a big budget movie. And then when I finally got it, it was garbage. Uh, and then the, the sequel, like everything, like I did not like the way that the... Uh, Excuse me. I did not like the uh, way that the uh, the the uh, J- Jaegers, the Jaegers, Jaggers, whatever, uh, the giant robots designs. I didn't like them in the first one. When I saw all the stuff for the second film, I'm like, oh, I like them. The designs better. And then the second movie is one of the worst movies in so- like in every capacity: bad acting, bad script. The way it was shot was bad. 
Um, it was just bad. So, do you, think, do you think Clint Eastwood ever just watches his son's movies and just goes like, "Where did I go? I where know, did right? I go wrong." I'm just kidding, Scott Eastwood. You're all, you're all right, dude. You're in. I have friends that are fans of that guy, but I don't get it. They wanted him to be the next Batman. I don't get it. No, Clint Eastwood's son. Yeah, yeah. No. Scott Eastwood. He's good. But he's Who would you rather have, him or Tom Cruise's Batman? Because that was a possible little five foot three inch uh, Batman. He, he was supposed to be Iron Man. He was supposed to be oh, Iron Man. Yeah. Which yeah. I think he would have been a great Iron Man. I think he would have. He's Especially in the eighties. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have yeah. been cool. Definitely yep. could have made Will Smith a uh, roadie, right? <laughs> uh, I would have done that. Will Smith should have been Iron Man, and Martin Lawrence should have been roadie. Oh no, Bad, saw, Bad Boy ba- Three. Bad, I saw Bad the Boys trailer. Four, literally Bad yeah. Boys for Life. I saw. I saw the. Uh, that was fun. I actually thought the trailer was funny. The the red. I saw what, the Red Band trailer last for, night for the new Bad Boys, Boys Three. Let's I said, you know, I love. You know what? Dude, they're great. I, I love Bad Boys. Hell yeah, I like Bad Boys one. I even I love Bad Boys two even more. You know, Bad Boys two is considered one of the best action movies ever made. That looks with, amazing. Yeah, I, it's I, great. Yeah. I, I love watch it. it every time. I just love when he gets shot in the ass. He's like, <laughs> it's like, oh no. The thing is, do Martin Lawrence? It's the Negroes. <laughs> I used to be the world's biggest Martin Lawrence fan. Oh, his stand up was amazing. Dude, again, you so crazy. I can literally. We talked about this. Yeah, like, like yeah. my man. Yeah. He's great. He's, a, he's yeah, great. But, so I'm really glad to have him come back. Even Blue Streak I thought was fun. Blue Streak's yeah. amazing. Yeah. He definitely, yeah. though, I was like, man, like, Will Smith looks good. Was yeah. Lawrence. He looks like Martin Lawrence. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's like are you like waterlogged or something? <laughs> <laughs> he did, I, he, I think he's got diabetes. Yeah. I think he's oh. got, got some health stuff. So he's, he's, got, he's got, got sugar. He's too the, much he's booger the, sugar. He's got, he's, got, <laughs> he's, got, he's got the diabetes. He's got the diabetes. 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 He's got the sugar. Yeah, I lo- yeah Bad Boys, though. I, I love that. Uh, the, Bad Boys 2 is like that, like an 80s style. Like We're just so over the top. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, totally. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I saw the Red Band trailer last night, and it, it looks really entertaining. Um, you can tell like they actually... Grew up with it as far as not just like pick up where they left off kind of deal. Dude, dude, that sequence when they're on the plane and he's like, you know, like we ride together, we die together, and the people in the plane are like, no, we're like the whole like we're cops, it's fine. Like everybody's like, I don't know, I just really laughed. That was funny. Uh, they just take this like classic like you know badass like action movie like line and then they put it in context of like other people around like, like in real life context uh, I just like the uh, the C2 where he's like he's Will Smith is working with the younger people and they try to like do the bad boys so he's like no 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 you fucking it all up yeah. <laughs> a long time to learn those lyrics <laughs> I was like that's that's so great I also, so I, I also hope his entire team of those young kids gets murdered murder related in oh, that yeah. movie, like an explosion. We need to do a uh, Going Commando podcast outing together and see that together. Yes. I'm down. Yes. I'm in. Let's do that. All that's right. Great. Sounds that's, good. That's great. Uh, I think you had a movie. I, I did. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I, we totally jumped the... No, we, we have plenty of time. That's okay. fine. So, yeah. So, because we chose sci-fi action films. Yes. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of things I could do. I thought about, uh, you know... A, some stuff from the 80s, some stuff from the 90s. So I think 90s really were when sci-fi action really sort of took off. But I actually went to one of my favorite movies when I was a kid that, you know, is, isn't very popular today. It was popular in the 70s, but it's Logan's Run. Um, Good movie. Uh, I think it's, I just think it's a great movie. Um, I totally thought you were going to be a Universal Soldier. <laughs> I thought about, you You the first, that was one of the films I thought about first. Yep, that's the first one. Anything with Dolph Lundgren in it, man. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, 
um, movie from the early 70s. I love, first off, all the art direction in it. I love, it's based off of a novel. I'm not, not going to go into the whole thing, but basically the concept is we're in this like future utopian society, but one of the things that we keep... First off, one thing I love about this movie is it's it's all like every time they show the outside of this utopian society, it's all done with like miniature work, which like miniature oh. work like you usually see in like Japanese movies, right? All these like sci-fi miniatures, there's something so goddamn charming about it. It's obviously these little miniatures, but it's so beautifully done and like it's just so charming. I can watch any of the those like shots where like they have the little tubes and the little tiny cards. It just makes me happy. <laughs> but they have this utopian society and everything is like. In like basically like a like a city structure, but one of the things that keeps it a quote unquote utopian society is that on everybody's so everybody's born with these gems in their hand, and when when they're about to turn thirty, the light starts flashing, and that means it's time to to go to the carousel, which is spoiler alert. Um, where you go to die, basically. It's a death carousel. Yeah, and it's it's a. Uh, but it's this crazy, very 70s, like, they're doing, like, air gymnastics and these crazy... Co- in fact, I'm not a big cosplay person, but I've always wanted to go dressed as, like, one of the people in Carousel. Because I think they look like the craziest, like, ice skaters meet 70s, like, David Bowie fucking weirdness. Anyways, it's great. Um, but the whole story is about these characters who are, play- who are called Sand... There's... Um, the actor Michael York plays this guy who's a Sandman. Uh, so Sandman are... They're... Once you get people's the little gem starts flashing there's a small segment of the population who don't want to go to carousel and they decide to run they're called runners um well uh, michael york plays the character logan who's a sandman and um uh, his best friend is also sandman and they basically they have like they're kind of real callous like you know they're kind of like one thing i love about the movies i love all the costuming and what's really interesting is like everybody in the in everybody else in this society where it's like the most flowy like colorful like 70s almost like grecian grecian like kind of like outfits but the the salmon were black all black and gray they're very like clean sci-fi outfits with their little fucking guns and shit um so they kind of stand out in a crowd and they even like everybody else is having merriment and fun they're sort of like, almost like there's almost like sadists a little bit they're like going through and like they just have this vibe well anyways so it's like walking into hot topic with all the goth kids Sure, yeah. I get it. Huh. I got it. Get a little parts Oh, sorry about that. But anyway, so, long story short, through this series of circumstances... No, <laughs> well, it could, could be. It could be way longer. But so, Michael York's character um, uh, ends up... He captures this runner, and he takes him to basically be um, interrogated, and they find about this, this like, paradise. And... All of a sudden, like, Mike, like, they basically tell, like, Michael York's character, like, you know, like, you have, you have, like, access to information you shouldn't have. Even though he's only 26, he's got four more years until he turns 30, his little thing starts flashing. Because they want him dead because he has information he shouldn't have. So he basically goes on this run. First off, one of my, my first crushes in cinema history was on um, the character Jessica in this, who has the best costume (laughs) <laughs> oh my god also uh, ice skater like oh and I, I don't look it up um, Jenny a gutter yeah dude she was so cute in this movie in her little outfit oh, oh yeah she played uh, she was in Child's Play too. she yep. played the mom yeah yep. she's she's 
Oh, she was in American. Oh, she played the nurse in American Werewolf in London too. Yes, she did. Hot dang! That's what I'm saying. Um, that's, that's but dude, look at her outfit in this movie, especially like the first one. But this movie's weird. There's like orgies. They like. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, don't get too off topic. So anyways, the whole the whole <laughs> premise of this, anyways, this concept is like the idea in the book. The book was a little different. Um, they added a bunch of stuff in the movies, like. Um, the, there's no carousel in, in the in the novel, but it's basically in the novel you die at 21 instead of 30, which is really insane. Yeah. But the whole thing is like like population control, which is actually a real problem we face in our modern society. But the whole thing about it's about like um, believing what your the authority tells you, go, going with the flow, doing what society tells you without investing any of your own thought or, or, you know, feelings into it. So there's all these, like, big overarching kind of, like, classic sci-fi concepts, which is a great movie. It's, like, it's very, like, visually appealing. Um, there's this character, there's this robot named Box, who's the weirdest-looking fucking robot in cinema history. Um, now I know why you like the outfit. Right? Oh, yeah. I would have had a crush on her, too. Yeah, dude. She was very cute. Anyways, um, I loved her in America. Oh, America. Oh, that was yeah. my plan either. Um, but anyways, um, but Michael York is so fucking good in this, and Michael York is like this handsome dude with this great voice, and um, he really is like I don't know why he didn't have a bigger career. Like he did a lot of stuff in England, in in the UK, but he didn't like break out in America. But I thought he was like good looking dude, great Basil voice. Powers. He's Basil. Uh, yes, that, that's why the only thing people know him from. Witten's Basil. Witten's. Anyways, it's a great movie. Um, I feel like I'm the old man in this movie. This old man obsessed with cats. Like, every time I watch, I'm like, I feel like that guy's me. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't get anybody's references. He's just the, like, I am the cat man. He just loves cats and stuff. I'm like, I totally get it. But the whole idea of like looking for paradise that doesn't exist, but at the same time, like, um, yeah, it's just a great movie. It's like, I think art direction. Do I think like a 19 year old kid might enjoy it the same way I enjoy it? Maybe not without having like a little bit more open mind. But again, the concepts of it are like, it's like Fahrenheit 451. Some of those concepts were like, one of those film, like those stories, excuse me, science fiction that really takes the makes you think about your how you live in your modern society and like it was a really fascinating movie. Um, highly recommended for people who love like classic sci-fi films and yeah. Um, what did you think? I, I know it's not the exact same thing, mm-hmm. but like similar concept. That movie with Amanda um, Seyfried and Justin Timberlake. Um, oh, time. Uh... No, wait, are you talking about, um, oh, God. Time, oh, time something. Yeah. I don't know if so I saw they, that. Where they had the, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I did see it. On the, yeah, on I the saw it. Uh, in, in time. In time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I watched it. I rented it. I where he's got the credit, but people, like, stop aging at 25. Yeah. Um. I thought it was an interesting but concept. But, like, yeah. they have to, you have to use your credits, like, live beyond that. Yeah. If not, you'll, you'll die. Um. There's a lot of, like, like, there's this one about, like, like, where it's, like, um, you, you like, yeah, there's a lot of weird, like, in the, the early 2000s, like, a lot of these weird, like, do you get, did you ever see Gattaca? Yeah. That's a movie I fucking love, and I feel like is a, is a spiritual successor to uh, Logan's Run, um, especially because, like, uh, they took, like, the concept of, like, yeah, anyways, if, I just talked about Gattaca maybe sometimes, it's a great movie, great, one of my favorite science fiction films of the last... 40 years. On a side note, you know what I almost picked for my movie? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I would just take up all the time. This is a running man. Again, <laughs> I had a short list, and that was... And what we're, I'm going to talk about that at some point. Um, I, feel, I actually have a lot to unpack about that movie. I feel I feel like maybe we should just do one movie next week, and we should, uh, next time we record, and we'll talk about Running Man. 
Because I also feel like there's a lot to talk about in that movie. Yeah, let's talk okay. about Burning Man. Yeah. Burning Man's awesome, man. I just, sorry, I get it. Never, that's one of those. Have you ever heard the short story? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the movie, it's got Schwarzenegger in it. It's got some of those good lines. Dude. It's, it's, got, it's got Big Fleetwood. <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Jesse, yeah. It's got wrestling. And it's got... From now on, you have to know every actor's penis size from for Golden Ford. I can do that. It's like Schwarzenegger. Hey, speaking of uh, short penises, as uh, <laughs> any, are y'all are y'all going to like go see the Cats movie just to see how bad it is? No, no, Cause, I'm not. Because I because everyone went everyone that I'm seeing online, they're saying, yeah, I knew it was going to be a bad movie, but I didn't know it was going to be that bad. Here's here's how I feel about it. Number one. Folks, it looks freaky. Like, you're encouraging thoughts about animals that should not exist. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> why? Two. Why? They, they, I don't like that looking game. Yeah, see what my look, I love cats. I just don't love, love cats. cats. I don't love cats. I love and the, on cats. And the fact is, it's like the only time, from what I, I read, in cinema history mm-hmm. where they've actually had to send a digital patch to make things better. On the like day on the day of release yeah. to to enhance the effects. Yeah. What are you enhancing? I don't want to see if they're spayed or neutered. Like if that's hello. <laughs> I mean, it was just like that Sonic movie. I mean, they pulled it back and redid yeah, but at it. least they didn't release it in like yeah. That's I mean, true. at least they just put a trailer out. People said Sonic. I mean, how do you it. have that big of a stars in that movie? Guys, I mean, like I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna go see it. I'm probably gonna enjoy it. I love musicals. I love weirdo musicals. I love cats. If you like it. I love the musical cats. It, no, the, the like, musical like cats is amazing. I hate, and I hate, when I saw them, like, so they're like cat bodies and human faces, and they're like people proportions, but they're like cat size. I was like, this is a fucking fail on every level. I need to see this. Look, that, that's why I want to see it. I'm going to tell you what. If you see it, and you come back and tell me you love it. We're done. Uh, no. <laughs> I, just because I, I appreciate your, your thought and input so much, I will go watch it. Okay. But I'm not going to watch it until you see it and come back and give me the seal of approval. I mean, sometimes I'm not subjecting myself to that level of terror. Like, this is and I'm watching bad movies, okay, people? Bad movies. And Have you ever heard of the movie The Apple? No. No. It's a 1970s musical uh, basically taking uh, the story of like, Adam and Eve. Um, into a musical? But instead it's uh, this, utop- this dystopian, utopian, I don't remember. We'll say it's a utopian in ideal, and uh, uh, the devil is basically uh, this producer, and they are basically like the fucking carpenters, like Adam and Eve are the carpenters. They sing folk music, just like soft, like, like adult contemporary folk music, but then everybody else wants like hard disco. And so they, they first they like they're hated, but then like people are like, oh, I, I dig this, I can get behind this, and they love it. It's, it's like one of the weirdest movies ever made, and I fucking love it. Big shouts to my boy. D money, uh, Devin, listening. I know he's Shout a, out Devin. Devin loves this podcast. He's listened to it. He oh, thanks, he, Devin. Devin would. Uh, he's one of my all time favorite people. Um, he he he's the guy that showed me the apple, and he would get a kick out of it being brought up. But yeah, it's a very interesting movie. You if you if you come back and like the movie, everything you say means nothing from now on. But again, though, my my enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna pound his hand. He's gonna be like. Rainbow the Genetic Opera. <laughs> exactly. Genetic exactly. Opera. If you like it, and you. Do you know the Do you know the difference? Uh, let's not go there. Okay, let's. let's yeah, look, I, yeah. Mean, no, I do know the difference. One actually had uh, someone from Skinny Puppy, which is like like that. Means that's an anything. amazing That'd band. Be cats had Skinny Puppy in it, though. What? It'd be a cat. It'd be like <laughs> exactly. It's an actual Skinny Puppy. You know what? I would like cats. 
if the stray cats were in it. Yeah, there you go. Which would be great. <laughs> right? <laughs> <But> they, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me some Brian Central Orchestra in cats, and then, then we're talking. Yeah, holding talking that big old Gretsch guitar. Yeah. <laughs> the thing um, is like, I also want a bunch of people named cat, like, yeah, throw, throw a tattoo artist cat in there. You're a cat on D. Um, I will watch it though. If you watch it and you give it, your I mean, I hear the thing is, I'm probably gonna, I probably will enjoy it, but I'll probably also with the caveat that it's a terrible movie and you wish you not watch it. Okay. But it's fine. All right. If you no, no no, I'm saying if you like it in the sense like yeah, it was a good movie versus yeah, I was entertained by how bad it was. There's a but difference. The thing is, because here's the thing is like I don't I don't love things like ironically, I, I can love something despite like. I could probably watch it and be like, yeah, like, technically it's a terrible movie, but either there's something fun about it for me, or I love the music and the set pieces. Like, I can enjoy something and still be like, yeah, it's not a fucking good movie, but I, I like it, and I, I got something out of it, but but I'm not going to be like, oh, it was so terrible, I love it, because I, I just, I'm not that dude. I don't get that. I really did, never understood that, like, I love Ed Wood movies, but I don't love, I don't know, it's a weird, it's a whole topic. So, what we're really trying to say, folks, is when we come back... Um, James may have watched Cats. James and, is and, bougie. And, uh, and, bougie. and he may, uh, may convince like me to go see Cats. And then once we both watch Cats, then we're going to unpack it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. We're no, going to pack it like a litter it. box. I mean, seriously, if y'all are going to go see it, I have to go see that stupid movie. Yeah, but that being said, I feel, like, I feel like if I do go see it, there definitely are going to be some drinks. I'm going to go to the draft house. Oh, man. Be a couple yeah, shots get, before I watch that to get a little lit. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Look, it's been fun. Just cats, just cats conversations make my, my stomach nauseous. All right, no, I'm just kidding. Um, cats and dicks. Oh my well, before you go though, pussy and dick. <laughs> God, you guys are so mature. <laughs> <laughs> so let me before we go though, can we just quickly talk about that Sonic shit real quick? I, because I've been this is something I feel passionately about. I love all the fucking nerds online. We're like, eh, Sonic looks so dumb. Sonic looks dumb. Which he did. He looked, did. He looked awful. But okay, though the studio went back and fixed how he looked. And everybody's like, yeah, it's so rad. Guess what? That movie's still going to be shit. That movie looks terrible. It does. That movie makes it a does. fucking... Also the the also Mario Brothers movie looked like a fucking masterpiece. I, mm, I wouldn't go that movie. far. I, like, I, I look, wouldn't go that far. Wait until you watch it. I, I guarantee it. you. I, I like the Mario Brothers the, movie. I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you took the game, if you told me that wasn't a video game movie, I wouldn't enjoy Everything it. about the trailer. I don't give a shit. The Sonic could have been a sock puppet. It could have just been a stick figure. <laughs> I would have been Everything great. Everything around that trailer is awful. The worst part of that about, about that movie is not the animation. It's Jim Carrey. And yeah. I'll, I'll go on well, the record I mean, and say that. Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik might be... Mr. Robotnik is... Freaking fat. Well, well have you seen the new trailer? Though at the end, he does. He is bald and fat. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the end of the so trailer. So I think no. I think it's it's going to be bad. That's the thing. And but everybody's like, we're going to see. But it. the thing is, the, the thing is, though, for a studio to go back and do that just because there was an outcry of how bad it looked, I think you owe it to them. It's like, hey, you know what? You put in some effort. I may not like it. You know what I mean? It's like your third, your 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 son like practicing really hard for their choir concert in third grade. Yeah, it's gonna suck, but you're gonna go because they practice. You I know? have so. There's so much wrong with what you just said. I can't even put my brain around it. I hate you. That's it. On that note, folks, uh, thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to Going Commando. Uh, no. Before somebody in here goes public. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to us on Spotify and also uh, Apple. Apple Podcasts, sorry, Apple Pod- <laughs> no, because they're changing. They're getting rid of iTunes now. Apple so Podcasts, yeah. So Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a five star rating and a review. We really do appreciate it. Uh, tell your mom, tell your grandma, 
Uh, tell your dog. Right. I mean, if you're into that stuff, apparently one of us is. Um, but <laughs> perverts all around. <laughs> but but thank you again for listening to to uh, Go and Commando. And as always, this one's for you, Keanu. That's right. Goodbye. I like cats. <laughs> I like cats. You 